Well, just to reset the scene, you guys were just fighting in this uh, this room that had the channel and the water wheel and the big blast furnace and the inactive blast furnace. There is a faint smell of sulfur after blowing up the uh, flame skull as some of its pieces are still sort of wafting down to the ground. And there's a whole bunch of zombie corpses. How high are the walls? Uh, ten feet. Jumped off them. Hey, uh, Trog. Do you think if do you think you could either jump up there, or want, like Mooney and I could could toss you up there, and you can see what's if there's anything worth seeing? Oh yeah, I could. I could definitely jump up there. That wouldn't be a problem. If uh, you just give me <clears throat> quick second here, I'll jump up there. Which side are you jumping up on? The side that's closer to Kid. Alrighty, so if you jump up there, you will see that this uh, section over here continues off a bit farther to another tunnel with a door. Um, and you can see this, you can sort of see around the corner, it goes uh, south, back south again. Um, up top, you don't really see much that's valuable. You see, like, this lots of unrefined ore and coal. Can I make my way towards the wheel? Hey guys, there's uh, there's not a lot of a lot of stuff up here. There, there's some some ore. I think I can see where the the tracks went in that one other room. I think they lead up here. So um, for you you guys who are a little vertically challenged, you might be able to kind of walk around and maybe make your way over here. Archie, I know you're kind of like deaf right now, but um, yeah, I don't think you could make it up here. Before, when we were in a, a cave or a mine or elsewhere, and we didn't really know for sure which direction we wanted to go in, you said that, what was it, your big toe was pointing the right way to you? Is that what it was? Yeah. I can't remember which part of you. Yeah, it was my froggy foot. My froggy foot got a feeling. My my froggy foot, it's, it's definitely uh, thinking that we should probably go south. So, uh... I don't know how you guys want to get up here, but if you want to kind of circle around over where those tracks were at, come up here, we can go south then. Well, do you have a rope on you? Um, I do have a rope, but, um, you know, I guess I could probably tie it to this, uh, this uh, metal thing here next to the furnace. Maybe you guys could come up, but, you know, I don't think uh, I, could, I could handle Mooney. You know, he, he's, quite, he's quite a big fella. You know, I'm, I'm quite strong, but you know, I mean, Mooney, he's well, no, he's just, a, just tie, just no, I mean, I, I meant like tie it off, so yeah, 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 yeah. Let me, uh, let me just do this real quick. Yeah, tie it. Hey, Mooney, Mooney, do you want to join us, or are you still hanging out in that? Mooney, <laughs> you, did you fall down the well, or? If you come back, I'm just staring <laughs> deep inside the well. <laughs> it's um, very, very dark you can't see any bottom to it i've pretty much been waiting here waiting to see if i hear a splat or no more screaming you don't hear screaming anymore you you never heard a splat or any kind of impact hey uh kid i know you like to light things on fire and why don't you uh maybe light something on fire and drop it down the the hole and we can see maybe you know how far down it goes and i'm gonna i'm gonna find 
Ah, fuck it. I have a couple torches, actually. I'm gonna light one of my torches. And just drop it down. Start counting as I'm watching it fall. It drops, and you just see the flame getting just smaller and smaller and smaller as it drops into the distance. Again, it, it eventually does... Can, can I... Uh, drop, drop out of sight, but you never hear any kind of like. Can I retcon something if I can? Is there a way that I can cast ritually magic mouth on my torch, and when it hits the bottom, I want it to to yell up. Oh. <laughs> yes, sir. Do I actually hear it? Say ouch, or does it just? It seems to just be falling forever. You got it. Oh fuck. <laughs> okay. <sighs> well, that is that is a very deep hole. Wow. Um. Sorry, I was uh interested uh, in in this in this hole. Uh, yeah, I don't see uh, anywhere else to go from here unless we climb up that uh, waterfall. But did you guys see something? Well- yeah, um, Cog had climbed up in the hallway there. He's dropping a rope up to us. Um, do you remember when I was reading Marmask's journal and it had said that they had dug too deep and unleashed something? Do you think that was just like a metaphorical thing or do you think like kind of pointing down the well? Do you think that's what they were talking about? To be honest, I have heard... Many myths uh, and legends. Some of them have come true. We may be dealing with something uh, far greater than we expected. Well, fuck. It's going to be a very long day, isn't it? It already has been. Feels like. <laughs> I'd say so. Right. As like my hair's like blown away from my face after the <laughs> fireball. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to head back into the hallway and climb up. Yeah, it's a pretty deep hole. Uh, Trog, I think even it might, it might be too deep for even your dagger. I'm going to climb up that rope then. Uh, I'll make my way behind him. It's been a pretty shitty last couple hours or so. Archie, do you think that uh, to raise spirits a little bit... Oh, you know what? Trog, do you think to raise spirits a little bit, you wouldn't mind playing us a, a little ditty? And actually... Yeah. If you can, oh, yeah. what what the fuck was I gonna do to raise well, I, I, I was actually gonna ask if you'd be interested in sharing another story with us about your king killing chronicles. Oh yeah, you know it's really and, fucking I, and I was thinking to put people on the spot in that. Maybe <laughs> it's real maybe nice. we could maybe we could do that, but like with Trog providing background music. Right. Yeah. So you want me to uh, one get me accent right? Yeah. Do that first. All right. There we go. When I heard the cart approaching, <laughs> I decided to shoot the horse. Then I stabbed the driver in his dick. I kicked open the carriage door, and I shot the king in his face.
beautiful. <laughs> Alpha Archie. Wow. DM inspiration to to yeah, all of us. You can, you can have inspiration. But... <laughs> to, to definitely to Jesse and to Ty. Yeah, to, to, to Jesse and Ty. Not not the rest of you guys. Just for Jesse and Ty. <laughs> Thank you. You, <laughs> you immediately shot a horse, like right off the bat. <laughs> yeah, advantage that's how, on yeah. any single roll. Uh, I think in I don't know. Is it a day? I don't know what the cutoff is, but you have it. You get advantage. I think you just get it until you use it. Well, right, yeah. so much to answer, to answer Mimi's question, yeah, that's how you stop a carriage. You shoot the fucking horse. Shot the horse, stab the driver in the dick, kick open the door, shoot the king in the face. Well, you you telling the story after singing the story is a bit redundant, but it was oh, still pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah, but, um, yeah. We ought to we ought to perform again sometime. That was it was good to have some backup vocals. I mean, I was oh, feeling yeah, a little yeah. worse, so you know, you you coming in and and you know doing the backup vocals was nice. I really feel that maybe um, I might have been the lead vocals because I was the the only the only vocals. Um, anyway, uh, I'm actually really upset that we did not use we did not use that music. Because that would have been incredible. So get a, what is it, a recording? Yeah, you have to write sheet <laughs> music for it. We would have to write sheet music uh, for it. Well, there you go. We guys got your first, uh, your first hit single. Yeah. All right. Well, we got we got King Killers here with us. I'm going to start heading south down this footpath here. So as you uh, head south, you see leading into a fairly large cavern. I'm going to do what I've been doing on these corners. Uh, take that far wall and just peer in, see what I can see. Yeah, so with how dark it is, um, from from where you are, what you're looking at, is basically you're, you're sort of on this like steep escarpment. Um, this one's maybe about 20 feet tall, but you do see these carved stone stairs that are climbing up to the ledge. And just barely, right in the middle of this cavern, you can see what used to be two large tables that are sort of in the middle of this cavern here, um, now rotted and falling apart with age, along with a pair of old braziers. We don't have a very good view of this room. Do y'all want me to light a fire in one of those braziers just to get a better idea of what we're looking at? I mean, if there's something down there, we're fighting it out of the way. Yeah, I mean, I know you like... You like uh, lighting stuff on fire, so hey, we're gonna. I, I do it. Someone's lit. Oh, what was what was that? I run out. I'm gonna. I'm gonna run out and light bonfire in one of the brazers. Well, shit, do. Okay, there All you right. go. Well, you're, you're, well, you're running to the brazier to do. Where are you? Casting? No, I'm. I'm. I'm just gonna like run out, uh, like a step or two, and then light okay. it just to try to get a better look of of what I'm looking at here. So on the other side, you see an equally as steep uh, escarpment embankment as the cavern is sort of thrown into a dim light from, from the flickering of the flame. And from where you are now, as soon as that brazier is lit, you still can't quite see the, the top other embankment as... Uh, uh, but you do, <laughs> you hear, as soon as that flame lights, you hear, like, lots of hissing 
and sort of scratching as sort of scrambling, maybe moving quicker than you would expect into view, appear to be not exactly the same as the zombies that you had seen before. They're very almost emaciated. You can see their bones. Um, but they scramble over a surprising speed. You know, they have very sharp claws, very sharp teeth, as they all sort of run over to the ledge as the camera is suddenly lit up. And they're sort of like looking down and coming down to see what's going on. They, they don't see you guys Ooh, from where you are now, anyway. But they are starting to come down the stairs. Okay, so this source of fire. Uh, yep, yep, yep. So I am dropping bonfire, but I'm going to cast it again on those stairs. I can cast it from sixty feet away. All right, let's roll initiative. First thought, best thought, baby. Eight. One, one. Six. I got an eighteen. If we are rolling for initiative. Okay. Uh, this guy got natural twenty. He's gonna go first. He's just going straight. It'll take 10 feet to just, he's, he's just totally bypassing the stairs. He's sort of scrambling down the side. So he's going to use his gotcha. movement to, to climb down. Gotcha. Considered like That's an option. Brain. Yeah, these guys, aren't as, these guys aren't as stupid as the zombies. <laughs> like if they wanted to come up the other side, what, half their movement speed, what is the... Well, it would take 10 feet for them to climb, <laughs> climb up. Uh, so that ghoul is going to get about to there, and then it's just. I'm going to shoot this little bitch in the face, this one. Ghoul number seven, eight, or a six? That's six. Six. I'm going to shoot him in the face. All right, roll an attack one, please. That is a dirty 20 to hit. That is 22 points of damage to the face. Archie, step out, you shoot an arrow basically straight through this thing's neck uh, before it even really has time to continue scrambling over to you guys and it collapses onto the ground. Dope. Uh, to Trog. Um, I'm going to use my crossbow and shoot at goal number seven. All right. That's a 19 to hit. 19 hits. And seven points of damage. This time, Arrow hits it, strikes it right in the shoulder blade, but doesn't seem really deterred. And as, as they sort of get closer, you can see there's not a whole lot, it seems, going behind their eyes, but they look hungry. Like, they're, you can see drool coming out of their sharp teeth. Um, some of them are sort of carrying bones that it looks like they've been gnawing on. Nom, nom, nom. Brings us to this guy on the stairs. He's going to go... Just run straight at you guys. You can get about there as well. Okay, now it's good. Your turn. I'm going to go to the top of the stairs and pull my sword. And then with my left hand, I'm going to cast Eldritch Blast on number four here. Okay. Uh, that is a 15 on the first. Hits. Cool. And a 15 on the second. Hits. So first one is 15 points of damage. And the second one is 12 points of damage. So the two blasts both striking this guy somewhat simultaneously. He also is 
gone as his sort of emaciated body gets blown backwards from the force. And then I'm going to hold these stairs here. I'm going to move out a little bit so I can see everything. Let's do frostbite, uh, which will need a constitution saving throw on... We'll do number five. Number five. Alrighty. That is a 15. That passes. Uh, that's my turn, then. Okay, so you, uh, kind of over your shoulder, kid, you see this, uh, no, you see this, this stream of frost that comes out of Mooney's hands, and just smacking into the chest of ghoul number five, who seems almost completely undeterred by the cold. As he takes his turn now, actually, and is going to do the same thing. Well, uh, oh yeah, that guy's dead, actually. So, Archie, you're up again. I'd like to shoot this ghoul number nine. Ghoul number nine. Ghoul number nine. Come on down. That is five points of damage. Five points of damage. And that was ghoul number five, yeah? Uh, number nine. This one. Oh, number nine, sorry. And also with my movement, I'm going to just kind of... Can I just dip back behind this wall and hide? Yeah, sure. 18. 18, okay. And now we're going to have this guy go. Ooh, this guy can just make it to the stairs. Rule number seven. So, kid, you see this... Uh, like I said, it's not exactly a zombie, but they do, in some ways, have this rotting flesh. Um, very emaciated. You can see sort of their bone through their taut skin, sharp drooling mouth, or sharp drooling teeth, um, sharp claws, and this guy is actually going to uh, slash at you with his claws. 22 to hit. Yeah, that hit. Big oof. Um, You need to make me a constitution saving throw. Okay, okay, I'm okay with constitution. As well as take three points of uh, slash damage. Uh, that is a natural twenty. Natural, natural twenty on my on save, and three points. You said. Yep, three points of slash damage. I'll take it. So the ghoul's claws come out, and it just barely scrapes your skin. But as it scrapes your skin, you you do feel for one moment really tense. And your whole body kind of tenses up for just just a very short half second, almost involuntarily, but you're able to shake it off and still be ready. Uh, which brings us to Trog. Seeing the zombie ghoul-looking dude get close to uh, the kid, I'm going to take a crossbow, uh, dab it on my skin, and then launch it at him. Ready? Go ahead and roll me to hit. That's uh, an 18 to hit. Five points of crossbow damage, and then he has to make a con saving throw. Is an eight. 39 on the con saving throw. And he, he uh, takes eight, eight points of uh, poison damage. Say, don't touch my friend. So the crossbow bolt does hit him, uh, sort of center mass, but it seems like the poison is having no effect. 
This guy's going to make it right up to the ledge. You see him sort of, he can't quite make it. You see him sort of trying to start to scramble up the wall. But he can't quite get to the top yet. Uh, and that brings us to uh, Kid. Uh, all right. Uh, Eldritch Blast on the one right who's attacking me. Uh, that's only an 11 on the first. 11 does not hit. Yep. And the second is a natural one. <laughs> also does not hit. <laughs> and in which case, it is Mooney. Can I hit either seven or this other one? Either um, on top or would I be able to stand next to Kid? From where you were, you could probably, you could be, you would hit whatever the one above Kid, but whatever the number five. But he'd have like probably quarter cover just from how far back you were. All right, I'll just go next to Kid, as close as I can. Bring out the light bringer. Uh, slap the top a bit. Turn, turn it on. Turn that shit on. <laughs> turn, it on turn it on. So as Mooney slaps it, you guys see light emanating from the top of his, his mace. And we will go for... I'll go for number five. Hit number five. That is turn a hit. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Uh, 10 points of damage. So as it's sort of trying to scramble up the wall, you bring the mace basically straight down on the top of its head. Again, as these sparks of golden light as it makes contact with the undead flesh uh, sort of shoot off, and it screeches in pain, and you can see now it has sort of this large red uh, like welt burn on, on, on the, the top of its skull. Ooh, this guy has just enough movement to get on top of the ledge, but no farther. As does this guy. So these guys just barely scramble up the 10 feet to the top of the ledge. But they don't have enough to do anything else. Which brings us back to Archie. So I can hear that these these uh, ghouls have now, like, crested the, uh, the ledge. I'll assume, you can, I'll assume you're, like, sort of peeking around the side so you can see. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to put my, uh, my bow away. I'm going to roll around the corner with my daggers out. And I'm going to first attack number one 10. The That's the one that I want to attack. Okay. Okay. So you should slide between his legs again. <laughs> Fall off the ledge. <laughs> Go off the ledge. <laughs> slide down the ledge. You can, be, you can be bait. <laughs> Follow me. I'm very tasty. Would I take damage if I did that? Yeah. You would, the only way to not take damage is to use 10 feet of your movement to climb down. Which I guess you could run through his legs with your thing and use ten feet to come down. But and then just for like narrative flair, can we say I slid down the, the little bank? We could say that for narrative flair, yes. Okay. As long as you so, as long as you use ten feet of your movement. I don't care what flair you put on it. That's how we're gonna do it. Okay. I'm gonna roll around the corner, surprising the ghoul. I'm gonna slide underneath his feet. I'm gonna use uh, two, double weapon fighting to stab him uh, from up underneath. And then I'm going to slide down the hill, and I want to end up here, standing at the bottom, looking up. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> give me a. Give me your. Okay. First one is a. It's Twenty-five to hit. Hits. Second one was a thirteen to hit. Thirteen just hits. Thirteen points of damage. Six points of damage. Archie comes tumbling around the corner, sliding between this thing's legs as he sort of uh, slices its 
undercarriage, for lack of a better term. And you see Archie's disappear. Well, Trog sees Archie disappear under the hill. Mooney and Kid, you guys can just see him sort of roll down to the bottom, land on his feet. Um, ghoul number 10 is still standing. Looks looks like barely. Fuck. Ah. We're back to Ghoul 7, who's going to take a bite. He's going to try to take a chunk out of Kid, which is a natural one. <laughs> okay, cool. So this, this, thing sort of, this thing sort of lunges at you. With its uh, with its mouth trying to chomp down on you, and you're able to sort of basically with your hand just sort of push his mouth away, basically just slap him out of the way as he lunges at you. Uh, and now it is Trog's turn. Uh, I'm gonna do vicious mockery at number ten. Uh, wisdom saving throw at ten. Seeing my compadre uh, go slice underneath, I say, "Well, it looks like uh, you don't got any balls now. You kind of shit out of luck, there, guy." Looking yeah. down, realizing he no longer has balls, <laughs> he just dies. <laughs> oh no! Uh, seven points of damage. Well, you're not totally wrong about that. No. <laughs> Using my attack of opportunity, I push Trog over so he can't cast it. <laughs> Cover his mouth. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> it turns around to watch you go down the hill, and as soon as it turns back around to look at Trog gets smacked in the face by this uh, this spell and collapses. Sticks and stones and words. Yeah. Sticks and stones and words. Number five can't, with you standing there, number five can't block in his way. So he's going to turn to Archie, who he just saw tumble down. A nice appetizer for this fool. He's going to swipe it with his claws, and that's going to be a 14 to hit. A 14 does not hit. Just as you come tumbling down, sliding down the, the ledge, um, it turns and swipes at you, but with your momentum, you're able to duck underneath as the swipe goes wide. He's actually going to take just five feet back. He's a bit wary of Mooney's mace, especially now that it's emitting so much light. Uh, Kid, you're up again. Uh, so Kid knows he needs to take care of Seven, but or the, the goal that's attacking him, but he sees the one that's attacking Archie, and Archie's down there... Uh, by himself, so I'm gonna go after that one. And it was a 22 okay. to hit. Yep. That would have been 16 points of damage on the first. Six, 16 points of damage. And uh, 15 to hit on the second. But that guy's dead. Yeah, in that case, I'm gonna use my second beam on the one that's attacking me. And uh, that was a 15 to hit, and that's only 5 points of damage. So, two beams. I'm just, uh, the one that's in front of Archie gets blasted backwards as it takes the beam to the side of its head. Um, the one in front of you, it does strike it, but it sort of tanks through it. It is looking pretty wobbly, but still standing. Okay. And uh, with my movement speed, well, I want to look at Archie and I want to give him a little wink. And give him a finger gun, but like nothing, there's no, uh, it's blank. But not shooting. <laughs> and <laughs> and uh, with my movement sorry. speed. You just <laughs> Alec Baldwin the fuck out of me. Uh, <laughs> I want to uh, try to push past this thing on the stairs, but, like, not leave its combat range. I just want to get to almost the other side of him. That way, if Ghoul 8 tries to get to Archie, I might be able to uh, get an opportunity attack on him. I'm a competent warrior. Can you fuck off? Like, <laughs> I'm going to stand directly in front of where he could shoot an arrow so he can't attack the enemy <laughs> that he put himself between, out of range of. Oh, no, it's not the guy's turn. It's Moody's turn. Uh, Lightbringer again. <clears throat> That's a 14 to hit. 
Hits. 10 points of damage. I'm trying to see this thing come up to Trog. I want to whack this thing as hard as I can to the face. The Lightbringer comes swinging out, aiming at the head this time. Almost like a, a baseball bat. You're not exactly uh, trained with weapons, per se. So you kind of just swing it as hard as you can for the most part. But you do connect right to the side of its face. Um, yeah, these sparks, these golden sparks shoot off when it makes contact with its uh, flesh. Uh, still standing. Uh, All right. Oh, and I will... Oh, it's sort of half its face is almost kind of melting off now from the, the burn from Lightbringer. Oh. And I'm going to move... Depending on how far you moved it over, I'm going to just be in front of Trog. Yeah, so there is... You could move... I'm going to move Trog back just a little bit. Uh, there is space. There's five feet of space between the two of them. Yep, we'll do that. And it is that guy's turn now. It is up to the big guys to protect the little guys. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> As if Trog needs protecting. He's been hit once this entire dungeon. That's, I know. that's true. I'm sorry, Trog. I shouldn't be... Trog, Trog should be standing in front of you. Yeah, yeah that's my fault. Yeah, I'm, be, I'm being your white knight, and I apologize. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> my able-bodied frog. I can take care of myself. <laughs> Mooney, that's a 15 to hit. That hits. Okay, you need to make a constitution saving throw as well. As well as take another three points of slashing damage. Okay, that was a 16. So again, uh, it's, it, it's claws graze you and leave just shallow scratches. And similar to Kid, you, you tense up for almost half a second involuntarily. But again, you're able to shake it off and you're still ready to go. Uh, number eight's going to come up and do the same thing to Kid. Take a swipe at it with his claws. It's a natural 20. And another constitution saving throw, please. Mm, that is a nine. You're like, this crit was horrible. Literally all ones. <laughs> so you take five points of slashing damage. But Holy you did say you failed, your, you failed your constitution saving throw. And as this time the scratch hits you, you completely tense up. And you sort of fall prone to the ground, unable to move. Um, you are now paralyzed for one minute. So the rest of you guys see kids sort of collapse onto the ground. Which brings us up to Archie. <laughs> <laughs> Do we end it here? <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, fuck you. That's what you I'm going to uh, throw a dagger at number rule number eight. Number eight. Okay. Number this. Yep. That is a dirty twenty to hit. Hits. Okay. And that is a five points of damage. Okay, you throw out the dagger, uh, it does connect, sort of sticks in it, and then falls back down onto the ground. Um, does do damage. Still standing. Cool, still standing, okay. Um, still standing. Then I'm going to run up, and with my second attack, kind of stab it. And that is a 19 to hit. That's it. Seven points of damage. It is still standing, um, but it is quite shaky. Okay, and drop your To make my way around Mooney and get in front of ghoul number nine, um, position myself in front of him and do thunderclap. So he has to do a con saving throw. It is a 12. 
So he fails and takes 12 points of damage. Okay, so Mooney, you see Trog step around you and sort of clap his hands together as this thunderous wave of sound comes out, throwing ghoul number nine into the, the cavern wall behind it as it uh, its bones crunch and it sort of collapses to the ground uh, just in a pile of pile of meat and bones. Yes. Here you go, my guy. Uh, ghoul number seven, after seeing Kid go down, basically seems to ignore all else and is going to take a swing at Kid as if he's hungry. They've been trapped in a cavern with no food for a long time. Thirteen? No. Cool. <laughs> I got that heavy armor. <laughs> so it bends down. It sort of it starts trying to tear through your armor, yeah. trying to get at you. But its claws are just sort of scrabbling off your arm. It, it, it can't make it through. Which brings us to Kid, who's paralyzed. Uh, so yeah, Mooney, the, uh, yeah. If I can make it to the stairs and try to hit seven. I don't yeah, know if you want seven's to... just right at the bottom of the stairs. Okay, we'll do that. Lightbringer again. A 22 to hit. Uh, another 10 points of damage. Again, swinging your mace like a baseball bat, you send this guy just flying off as his body is smoking and smoldering from the impact of Lightbringer. Pool number seven is no more. I'm just going to move back just in case Trog decides to go down, and I'm not in his way. Okay. Yeah, it's not uh, good to block your friends. <laughs> cool number eight is really eyeing Kid. You can tell it's it's kind of starving, but it, it does tear its eyes away from Kid to to deal with the threat in front of it. It's going to take a, uh, a swipe at Archie with its claws, which is a 19 to hit. Or sorry, does a, uh, seven, 17 hit. Does, in fact, hit. Uh, you also need to make a con saving throw and take four points of slashing damage. But, yeah. So I got a 15. Okay. Does that save? Yes. Okay, all right. Then I'm so your muscles, again, your muscles tense up, but you, you throw it off. And it is your turn. All right, then. I would like to fucking stab him in the face. Can I can I grab the dagger that I had thrown? And yeah, it's just lying on the ground between the two of you. Okay, I'm gonna grab it and just kind of double weapon attack. So first one is seventeen plus six, twenty three to hit. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> okay, eighteen to hit. First one does five points of damage, and the second one does five points of damage. So picking up your dagger from the ground, you come up and just carve an X across its chest, and we are out of initiative. And I'm, I'm still incapacitated for another, like, 50, 54 seconds. Yeah. So you guys see Kid. You can tell that Kid's breathing. His eyes can still move, but that's about the only thing. Jesus, like sleep paralysis, and everyone's going to start teabagging. <laughs> Any of you guys got ink in a, in a quill? <laughs> I don't know why, but that fight felt so much like uh, from dusk till dawn. It oh, felt yeah. like a, the swarm, it, the, that swarming effect of them, yeah, like closing the gap. You guys came in from like the most ideal angle as well. <laughs> Could have been a lot worse. Yeah, we <laughs> were fighting like in a pit. I told you guys Very I had much. a froggy feeling. <laughs> or, yeah, um, I'm gonna tap kid with my boot 
Right, yeah, you're gonna get up now, or you're just gonna fucking lay there. <laughs> Booney, maybe you should go down and, and, and pick him up and give him a hug. I, I could do that. Uh, there is, um, what is the word, um, resuscitate? I could put my yeah, mouth yeah, on his. his right, mouth yeah, yeah, that's what he yeah. means. I'll do that. Yeah, I, I know. I don't. I don't know exactly what happens, but I'm going to put my mouth on his. Uh, breathe in, suck it back up, breathe back out again, and just keep doing it on and off. <laughs> oh, so you see, you see, kids' chest inflate almost like a balloon every time you do this. And well, you, you, you are <laughs> You are starting to get. You are starting to get feeling back. And as he does this for about forty straight seconds, <laughs> you're able you're able to start wiggling your toes, moving your moving your fingers, your hands, your arms, as feeling, a, you know, the warm a warm sensation sweeps through your body as you get feeling. Mm. Your uh, your breath, your mouth is surprisingly fishy tasting. <laughs> I do not like that. Kind of a surprise. I do not eat fish, but I'm glad to see you're okay. Right. Um, so, <laughs> are we continuing southward? Uh, I'm I'm feeling a bit peckish. I'm not gonna lie. I'm actually gonna go from laying on the steps to kind of sitting back. I know we just did our our uh, our little health stint in the last room, but y'all got anything? One more health potion, but I'd rather not. Yeah, I mean, I I got one health potion, and then I got. You know my the greatest song that'll that'll put a pep in your step, but I want to save that just in case of you know emergencies. Uh, here, kid, I, I can help you out a bit. I'll lay my hand on your shoulder, and you'll heal ten points. Oh, thank God! I'm using healing word. Thank you. All right. Yeah, I think we should just keep heading south then. Fuck. I'm gonna start. There are two. There are two south. You can kind of make out the one south tunnel that was up on the other ledge, and then obviously the one that's right in front of you guys. Yeah, we're going to do the one closest to us first. Okay, and as you go in here, you see uh, a long tunnel. I mean, not a super long tunnel, but a, a, a passageway. Um, so this one's carved again. So right. man-made, or made, as the case were. I'm going to head to this intersection and take a look on what is on my left. On your left, uh, you see another sort of short passageway um, and an open door. Uh, and it looks like there is an opening to the right and to the left? Uh, yes, from there it looks like uh, it goes both ways. Alright, I'm going to look over at Trog. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to head left here, uh, but it looks like it opens up. When I go through, I can take a look to see what's on the right if you want to push past me, or if Mooney wants to push past everyone and, and go to the left then. Uh, yes, that's fine with me. Yeah. Alright. I'm gonna I'm gonna move in then and hug the right wall this time and then just kinda hook around this corner. But I wanna try to time it so Mooney is making the left as I am making the right so we have each other's backs. I'm at uh daggers out. No so cross pass uh Trogan Archie. I'm gonna kinda follow behind with uh my bigger knife. So basically, the part you're looking at is just rubble. There's nothing there. But the room, I mean, it just opens up into sort of a wider hall. So on the right, there's just more wall and stuff. 
on the left, what what Mooney is looking at um, is empty. It's empty room. It's sort of also collapsed. The, the eastern wall is kind of collapsed into this. And it appears that, that it used to be a fairly good storeroom. You can see dusty kegs that are tucked against the wall. They all seem open, you know, cracked and split from age. Uh, but from what you can tell, this used to be a story. Uh, 15 for investigation. Just want to see if there's anything specific I see in there. Nothing that strikes you as particularly interesting or valuable. If you go and examine the kegs, you'll find there's nothing. It was dusty. And anything that would have been in there is long since it was created. All right. Uh, if nobody came in, I'll <clears throat> head back out. Uh, it looks like uh, old storage, maybe. I don't see anything uh, we really need in the barrels besides uh, dust. Heading back out this hallway then. And uh, at this next turn, kind of similar deal to what we just did, but I'm going to break left this time and look down what's that way. Uh, so similar to what you just saw before, it's just more collapse yeah. and looking to the right you can see it, it does uh, meet back up with where you had come uh, a long time ago like two sessions ago and there is still that that north part that you didn't look up into yet yep that's where we're gonna head to next peer around that corner see what we see to the north wow that was so yeah, long there, ago there is a <laughs> yeah. door there and that was like pre that was the first session you guys entered. Mm -hmm. <laughs> From this door, as you sort of peer around the corner, you hear the faint sound of crunching. Almost like something's chewing on something. Daggers away, bow out. Uh, yeah, I'm going to relay that on to everyone. Do we want to go into this door first, or do we want to keep going and come back? I know I don't like to leave stuff behind, but at least right. something <laughs> We've already left this door behind once, so... Right, it, it's obviously closed. Um, can I go up and see... Like, it is, a, it is a door, like it's an enclosed door. Yeah, it's it's like the stone doors that you've been seeing all throughout the... Stone door, okay. What's the what's the bottom of that door? Like, what's the gap on that bottom? There's, there's not really any gap. When you open and close no these gap. doors, you're sort of having to pull it and scrape it against okay, the... Okay, they're pretty, pretty well... So it could either be something really big, or it could not be. And I, I understand that's probably how everything works, but... Yeah, narrowing it down a bit. Those, yeah, those are kind of the, the two options. I agree, it's it's probably not best to leave it just behind us, but it didn't care when we were fighting all around it. So it obviously either can't get out, or doesn't give a flying fuck. I yeah. say we try to just bugger off with it. Maybe too busy uh, eating. I don't like to be bothered either. Yeah. <laughs> Going to the second hallway north. Uh, yes. What do I see around that? You, in fact, see yet another hallway. Do we want to go this way or do we want to double back to where we were before? I think we should probably just uh, keep moving forward. Right? Yeah. I agree. I agree. I'm going to tap Mooney. Hey, same thing. I'll take right side if you take left. Gotcha. And uh, at the intersection, I'm going to take a look. Uh, another door on your side. So 
again, you can still hear the faint sound of crunching and gnawing, uh, but it is a closed door. People looking to the west, you will see it opens up into basically more tunnels. Again, I'm going to hit this intersection and turn right. Yep, so that leads into the other embankment that you had seen earlier, from where all the ghouls were. Mooney looking down to the south, you see uh, a tunnel. You can make out rubble. It looks like it's probably uh, That pathway is uh, empty. While they're investigating this, can I put my ear against this door? And just, I want, I want to really listen and see what I can garner from, like, what what can I hear inside that room? Roll me a perception. Natural 20 plus one. It, it sounds to you as if there's, it's, it's more than one. There's probably several things inside that room. And you hear snapping and crunching. It sounds like bones. It's chewing. Does it sound guttural? There's no, like, no hint at, like, a, an intelligent language. It's just very guttural, very primal. Or... Yeah, I mean, there's no, there's no speaking. Um, okay. You can sort of hear, like, you know, sort of like slobbering. It's sort of slobbering. Some low sort of, like, hisses. And in fact, with the 21, I'll just tell you that. Uh, it, it, the hissing sounds similar to the ghouls you just... The, the noises gonna, they made. I'm going to catch up with my, uh, my compadres. And I'm just going to kind of uh, say, right, um, in me own professional opinion, I think it might be a room full of those, like, because that just fought. So whether or not there's anything in there is uh, another story. Could be sweet. However, it's up to you guys what you want to do. You want to keep moving. I couldn't go on whether how many, but there's definitely more than one in there. Maybe something to think about on our way out after we're done uh, <clears throat> mopping up the rest of this fucking place. Yeah? I think that's a pretty good idea. Looking straight ahead down this way, I'm going to peek around this corner uh, to the hallway to the north. I'm just wandering through these halls, completely oblivious to the changing of the oblivious. Frog, <laughs> <laughs> what's your magic foot? What's your lucky foot telling you? Yeah, hold my foot up in the air. I think uh, we might just want to go straight. If feeling's coming that way. So we go west. I'm going to listen to him. Keep going that way. All right. And you can see, uh, as you as you move over that way, you can see where these tunnels uh, begin to intersect. So looking down, you can see very early when you had the choice to either go east or west. Mm-hmm. Yep. And you guys decided We're to go skip. Uh, east. Oh and looking up, you can see mm. where the tunnel you were just standing in connects. And it looks like it it, it ends in more hugs of Cadence and rubble and such. Alright. Uh, what do I see dead ahead? Oh, sorry, that's yeah, that's cool. No, that that leads into set of tunnels. Alright. Well, uh Trog, you said straight, so still straight? Yeah, still got the feeling straight on. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep moving and since Trog is closest to me now, I'm gonna kinda motion for him to go south and I'm gonna go north. So looking south, so once you enter these, these are more, they're almost like half-carved, um, lots of, still lots of natural, but it looks like they were at work sort of excavating more of this. Um, there are like mine part bats, uh on the ground here. 
looking south, uh, the tunnel continues on that way. As well as to the north, you can kind of see where it splits off into two directions. Can I step forward a little bit and see what's to the west here? And to the north, if I can see further. You see the tunnel that way. Uh, north, it continues going. You can't, you can't see any end yet to this But it does look like it starts to widen. My money is that way, maybe. But uh, maybe we could check down your way, Trog, first and just make sure it's clear. Yeah, we can swing down that way. I'm going to walk forward a little bit and see if I... Can I look to the west? Yeah, so there's another cave in there. I'll just keep making my way down. Uh, Trog, what's your uh, passive perception? 15. As you make your way, you start making your way down, you hear a very strange, almost moist flopping sounds as you uh, get closer and closer sort of flopping out from around this corner you see this pale yellow really disgusting looking slime sort of just just around the corner and then it starts to move Andrew's having flashbacks yeah, this is... <laughs> um, I'm just going to look at it and say, yeah, no. And then I'm going to start making my way back to them. <laughs> is this the thing that killed... It, 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 it seems similar enough that I don't want to... <laughs> it's coming. It, it, it sort of starts slopping around the corner and slowly oozing its way towards you. Okay. Are we into initiative? No, no one's attacked yet. But I'm not go- I don't want to making but I want, I want to set a fire between Trog and this thing. I was going to say, if it gets close to me enough, I was going to turn around and do thunderclap. Well, I'd say it's about five feet away from Trog right now. Yep. So it's within range. All right. Well, we cast some thunderclap, then we are going to go into initiative. It doesn't matter how far. You get away from this thing, it will fuck your day up. I rolled a four. <laughs> you were only level 18. one, to be fair. 21. 18. 18. 12. Four from Kid, and 12 from Mary. Okay, uh, Archie, you're up. All right. Um, so I guess I would have seen this ooze, and I'm like, I'm going to step over here. I'm like, oh, that's not fucking cool. All right, um... The fuck are we going to do with this? And I'm going to launch an arrow at it to see what happens when you shoot ooze with an arrow with 26 points of damage. The arrow goes into it. The arrow does strike, and as it hits it, it, it goes pretty much straight through it, um, sending ripples throughout its body. But you did you did blow some chunks off it with that arrow. Uh, Trog. Turning around, doing thunderclap. Uh, so con saving throw. Saving throw, natural 20. Nothing happens with that, but I am going to use my movement speed to get um, further away from it. Yeah, Thunderclap comes out, shaking off like loose, loose uh, rubble and rocks from the wall and ceiling. It does hit the jelly, which just sort of ripples like jello, but continues slowly creeping towards you, seemingly unaffected. Uh, Mooney. Kid didn't get that bonfire off. No. Not yet. Not yet. 
All right. I'll, I, I will do that instead. I'll cross over close to Trog or so. Just place it right in front. Man, Four. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that feels. Fuck. I got to do a digital dice right now. Hudson is laying on top of all of my dice. Piece of shit. What a piece of shit. Uh, eight fire damage. Do we, do we, did we just come up with an episode title? Pizza shits. <laughs> I mean, this, yeah, this, this, this ooze is not unlike what I imagine that would be. <laughs> it does not smell pleasant. Like a pizza uh, shit. Like a pizza shit. <laughs> As this jelly. It's actually a jelly. It's not an um, it starts to sort of bubble as it, it, it's getting heated up, mm. and yeah, it's letting off. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty gross. The smell it's making. Uh, kid, you're up. I'm going to do the same thing, but I want to do it behind, like still, yeah, like one in one in front, one in back, kind of thing. And, yeah, good. Uh, that's a dexterity saving throw. Again, yeah, that would be an eight. Oh yeah, that's a fail, and that's going to be uh, fourteen points of damage. Yeah, now it's really—it's almost starting to boil with the amount of heat that's being between the two bonfires, giving off even more of this noxious gas, gross, disgusting smell. It is the jelly's turn. It's gonna just keep going forward, but it can't get very far. It can basically get right up to here. 10 feet of movement is all Scott. <laughs> but it is within range to give Archie a smack. Um, that is going to be a, an H dead. That, in, in fact, misses. So the heat from these two bonfires is causing this jelly to sort of lose its shape, lose, be unable to keep its form as it gets really soft. And as it whips out this tentacle at you, you can see it's sort of almost falling apart as it comes out. It just totally goes wide, smacking all of you. And it will have to do a dex save again, which is a six. And that would have been from Mooney's Bonfire, so you should roll yep. damage for that one. Am I doing something right now? Yeah, uh, Bonfire damage, yeah. Oh, damage, gotcha. Sorry about that. I grabbed my laundry and just hit the shit out of my head on a piece of wood. These oh, basements, right. I don't know why, but they're like maybe five foot five tall and I just didn't duck down low enough. He's method acting because that's kind of what these tunnels look like right now. That's, that's a good point. You can't call me anything. You can call me a Oscar award winner. That's six points of damage. Also six points of damage. <laughs> you can call me an ambulance because I'm going to die in my sleep. <laughs> <laughs> with six points of damage this uh this ooze who has been slowly losing its form and sort of boiling and melting from this fire uh just melts into a puddle um leaving behind this pale yellow sort of slick spot where it was you're like all right well there's that one fucking done um i guess frog i'm sorry Hey, it's all right. I mean, eh, you know, gotta gotta get a little pep in my step, and you know, a little, you know, a little endangerment always gets the hot going. You know, you don't want your hot to ever stop. 
that wouldn't be a good thing because if if your heart stops and you can't keep moving, and that's you always got to keep moving. That's what uh, that's what Papa told me. And we got to keep those toes going no matter what. Exactly. You just wiggle your toes all the time. All the time. Never stop. <laughs> all right. Uh, did you see anything decent down there? I'm gonna drop my bonfire. I'll do the same. <laughs> DM, did I see anything when I was down there? Uh, you didn't look around the corner. Yeah, when I was when I was down there, the, the thing started coming after me. I didn't really get a good look. I can go look again as long as there's not another, uh, you know, pizza or a booze monster thing down there. <laughs> Another pizza? <laughs> Better not be another pizza. pizza shit down there. I swear <laughs> to God. <laughs> I mean, it's it, it, it's up to y'all how we want to keep moving through this. I mean, uh, I've been trying to have Mooney and I kind of moving into potential harm's way the most just because we can stand the most hits, I think. I mean, y'all... Trog, you've killed more people than I've ever met, I think. But, I mean, it, it, I feel like you're better at a distance. You know, and if we lose you right away, or if we uh, jeopardize hits against you, then it kind of messes with all of us. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm pretty important. So exactly, that's that's what I'm that's what I'm trying to say. So I I mean I just uh, I'm okay if you want to take charge or take lead around some of these corners and and whatever. Just uh, I mean it's it's up to y'all. I just I'm I'm trying to trying to well, think about me less. That's fair. Yeah, I mean, we can. Uh, I can let you guys, you know, take the lead. I don't have a problem with that. Mooney, do you want to? Do you want to take lead for the next couple? Uh yes, I've got it. I have a feeling be, um, uh, where the draw was might be your uh, best bet, maybe. That's what I was thinking. But let's keep going, and we'll we'll see what we got. But I, I got you back. All right, I'll check this left-hand corner real quick, see if there's anything. Again, on the side, just peering in. Surprise. No. Oh, okay. Uh, nothing again, and I'll keep moving up. Okay. Uh, so as you guys walk forward into this next cavern, you see it opens up um, into, a, into a bigger cavern with a, it looks to be a pool of water. So depending on how far you guys want to go in there for now. Hugging, you can see there starts to be a pool of water. Yeah, I'll hug this eastern wall. Is the water, like, coming up to, like, on the walkway there? Or is it, like, kind of down below? That is a good... Yeah, is it moving at all? It's like a gradual sort of slope to where the pool is. You can sort of see it leads through. It's, it's like a small tunnel almost. I'm um, sort of the top right corner there. Um, so this this pool, it's somewhat still. There's, you can see a little bit of a current, but the water is very dark, so you can't really see what's in it. There's this really gross, fishy odor hanging in the air. And you can see that the shore of the pool actually consists of, it's, it's a thin layer of broken shells from some kind of strange, pale muscle. Mooney, can you uh, stop breathing out your mouth? Breathe through your nose a little bit. Jesus. <laughs> is, is that a trail of bones leading from the water to down the tunnel there? Uh, yeah, those are bones. Again, more dwarf 
It's more dwarf than gnome bones. Really That's just sort of my poor. That's just my poor poor placement of them. They're not. Uh, they don't seem to be to your character in any sort of particular. Oh, okay. They're like, not like order pattern. <laughs> okay. That was just me trying to liven up the scenery. Okay. <laughs> um, but it means but in the yeah in the <laughs> you do from the northeast that northeast sort of corner there. There is a, a sluggish stream that's going out of the cave. Through that cave, excuse me. There is something uh, in this area. Do we want yeah. to continue? I don't think we have much of a choice. I mean, we're starting to head back up to where we were before, so. All right. Hogging the eastern, all tuck against this wall before it turns back into the uh, cobblestone. Peer inside. Uh, you see another tunnel. On the far end is a door, and on the northern part there, there's another door. This door seems much larger and thicker than the doors you've come across previously. Oh, right. that's like the, the door to the big boss. <laughs> yeah, before... The, the guy in charge always has a bigger door. Was that the same big as the, uh, the King Grohl? Was that the big... That was a very big door, actually. Yeah. Let's check out what's down this southern way first, and... Go from there. Uh, southern, the tunnel ends in another collapse. Um, as you get closer, I need to write down your guys' new passive perceptions. As you get closer to this door, to the east, anyone with a passive perception 12 or above can hear the sound of several gruff voices uh, speaking in what sounds like Baba. Oh, I don't know if y'all can hear that on the other side of the door. Um, it sounds like some of the little green fuck things that we fought before. I might be able to cast a spell like I did before to be able to understand him. It might give us an upper hand. Yes, I, I can hear him too. Might be a good idea, just uh, more information after we well, take him yeah. out. Maybe, maybe like um, they're in there saying, oh yeah, boss, black spider, whatever, your finest. Um, I'm so glad to be standing here in front of you. And then we would know that, all right, he's in there. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And they they would say like, uh, and your left shoulder, or you, you had leg day just the other day, and you're really sore, and that's your weak spot. And then we would right, know, yeah. hearing it, that, that that was uh, where to where to to make him run or go up steps or something. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. What's leg day? <laughs> it's, it's, I, I don't imagine at this point unless unless uh, there is like a specialized exercising like they 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 don't uh, they don't celebrate like Monday Tuesday Wednesday it's like leg day arm day you know that cardio day <laughs> that's canon it makes sense. Yeah. it's the only way <laughs> for villains to be as powerful as they are. They focus on a certain muscle group every single day of the week. (laughs) 100 push-ups, 100 sit-ups, 100 squats, and 10K every day. Don't let the black spider punch you. It could kill you in one shot, and plus they have, like, a bunch of legs. (laughs) We're lucky, then. You can't punch with a leg. But what if you can because it's a spider? Would that still be a kick? 
Well, if they don't say a spider has eight arms. Well, depends on who you talk to. Unless it's a big I've never heard spider. Say. Then it's just packed with guns. Uh, while you were in the bathroom, Ian, I'm ritually casting Comprehend Language just to understand the goblin on the other side of the door. The gist of what you can get from the other side of the door is you hear more than one voice, so like maybe three or four. You can't. And it's, it's a bit muffled through the stone door and wall. It sounds like they're talking. They're sort of discussing what maybe they should do. Um, there's some voices that are saying we should just go there and kill them. And some voices are saying we were told we were ordered to stay here. Plus, I don't want to get eaten by monsters. So it seems like they're discussing whether or not they should go clear out the gold, the fools, other nasty mm-hmm. things flowing around the mine. Can I discern how many voices? Roll me a perception. That is a 12. From, from what you can tell, there's at least three or four unique voices. But you okay. can't tell exactly how many people are speaking. I'm going to hold up four fingers and then just shrug. Arch, do you, do you want to try the door? You're kind of our doorman. Right, yeah. Um, I got that. Is, is it the same? It's, like It's the same style of door, so there's no lock. It's just a very oh. heavy stone stone door on hinges. I'm going to turn around and say, it's been the same kind of doors the whole time. So, this is your big... bigger. No, the one to the north is bigger. The what the, You hear the voice... Sorry, the voices you hear are coming from the east. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry, if, I didn't, if I didn't make that clear. Maybe you did, and I just, I just misunderstood. So yeah, so the north door is the really thick, heavy one. The one to the east is the one where you hear the voices coming from. We hear nothing coming from the north door. I will say, you, you do feel, you don't hear anything, but all of you actually feel this, almost this strange sort of pressure in, in your heads. Almost like a very light, it's not painful per se, but as if someone is just like gently squeezing you. That we should approach this room or whatever's on the other side of here the same way we did the other room and just come back to it later. And just go north. Right. Yeah, that sounds like a good idea to me. Well, especially uh, so you, since you said they were ordered ordered to stay here. Maybe they will fucking come out. Yeah, or it, it sounds like they were going to face the ghouls. So if they go out, they're going out the other direction. So, yeah. Goonie, we'll do you want to help me with this door? Uh, yes. All right. On three, we'll we'll give it a give it a good pull. Three. Two. <laughs> one. <laughs> Wait. I need you both. Wait, do we go on go or on one? I need you both to make me a deck saving throw. Oh, oh shit. The <laughs> deck saving throw? Fuck. I just yeah. rolled a 22 on strength. I was so excited. Okay, that's an 18. Uh, 18? 17. 17. Okay. So as soon as you guys put your hands on this door, just open. You see briefly a rune flash on the door and you're able to yank your hands back just in time and as you pull your hands away after a second or two the rune fades again making it look like a normal door do uh immediately after pulling your hands apart do we hear anything on the inside no it didn't really make an a, a laugh. my my scream didn't alert anything <laughs> did you scream no <laughs> <laughs> no uh, 
Well, we can we can fuck around with this one, or we can go all the way around to where we had faced the drow before, and then just go up to the go up that cliff there. Yes, that was what I was thinking before. wasn't sure if we could uh, all make it up or not, but I feel yeah. like this uh, is our best option. Looking at the door, can I tell whether like that was a one-time trap or? Roll me Arcana. Twelve. Twelve. Um, you don't know. You you are you you you've been around a fair few heists where there have been occasionally magical defenses, and from your experience, you know that sometimes there are, it's a one-time shot. Sometimes it lasts. Well, I can't tell you whether this is going to go up again or not, and what really the effect is going to be. Well, I will say, you guys, some of you would have noticed. Maybe I didn't do a good job of describing it, but uh, the ca- the cavern with the pool you just came in, came through uh, the number ten. That northeast corner does have a. Oh, oh son of a bitch! So basically, I was actually going to ask about that. Yeah, there's a tunnel that that river stream is slowly going through, and that section. I, I don't think I described how deep that was. That section, you can see the bottom, not that deep, where the where the small stream is going. Does it look deep? So the pool itself is, you can't quite see the bottom of the pool. It's quite dark. You could guess maybe like 20 feet in the middle or so. Where the stream is, it only looks to be about three feet. Right, so deep for me. Deep for you, yeah. So we could swim in and eventually meet up and pass through the tunnel? Make a book. Presumably. There's enough enough, uh, headspace. Basically, from, from the level of the water. Um, there's about another three feet. So the entire tunnel itself is about six feet from floor to ceiling. And the water comes up to about three feet. I'm not the biggest fan of being in water, but I'm fine with it. Well, yeah, especially when it's going to be over my head. Um, can I ride on someone's back? This is emasculating as that is. Um, <laughs> uh-huh. I'm also working I'm in the water. Gotcha. Now you're asking for help. I, I appreciate how big of a man you are. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to pick him up like back. Nope, I'm fuck gonna, you. I'm gonna, <laughs> gonna, I stab him. 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 I'd rather deal with a sweaty monster. <laughs> if he tries to pick me up, I'm going to stab him. <laughs> I'm going to walk through the Atrog, if, do you want to do you want to ride him? Oh no, I'm I'm very excited. To <laughs> oh yeah, this he's is a fucking <laughs> he's a frog. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you hey, condescending son of a bitch. <laughs> I was just I I, I was sad because I I got uh I got the cold shoulder <laughs> by Archie. I was just trying to get a rebound. Moody starts climbing on your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, my turn. <laughs> I tear an ACL. Uh, Archie, you can climb right. up. I'll try not to uh, duck as much as I can. All right. I'm um, like clung to like the mid of mid of his back, so like I'm still kind of in the water, but like I can I'm not submerged. Mm-hmm. You you definitely smell the fishy smell that I was talking about, though, right? Being up there. Yeah. Uh, oh, I can. S- don't look at me. All I can <laughs> smell is Moody's sweaty ass. <laughs> All right. Since you're, um, uh, since Mooney has 
Archie on him. Uh, I'll take lead through this. Yeah, so you guys can easily wait popping out as you probably expected just on the other side of this, uh, this screen here. Now that you're on the ledge here, you guys can pull yourself up. There are stairs, which I put the wrong direction. Those stairs should be going up into this uh, this hallway that sort of goes over the stream you had just waded through. As you guys go down this, that pressure that you felt before is getting stronger. Every step you take is getting stronger and stronger. Um, to the point where it feels as if someone's literally sticking their hands in your ears. It's like squeezing. Mm-hmm. Um, and it comes, it comes in waves. So similar to how you can hear the booming of the actual wave, where Wave Echo Cavern gets its name from, um, this this pressure also comes in waves. And every time it hits, you, you stagger a little bit as you uh, continue going down this uh, hallway. I want to I tap Archie. And I've done it before, but I'm sure it, a minute has passed already. I'm going to cast Guidance on you, just in case. All right. I'm going to receive it. Give, I'm going to play a guidance. little ditty for the guys. Um, everyone gets a part of inspiration. The far end of this tunnel you see uh, is collapsed, uh, but there is a branch off to the north. Uh, I think we're getting there, boys. So turning around, you see um, you see this nice, this really immaculately carved archway um, leading into what looks like a temple. Um, there's there's six cracked marble pillars that are lining the walls of this hall. Um, at the north end, you see a nine-foot tall statue of a dwarf seated on a throne. Uh, he has this mighty stone warhammer laying across his lap, large emeralds uh, for his eyes. The dust and debris that you have seen throughout the mines, really, is also present in this room, but it's been swept off to the side. Uh, there's a campsite of sorts that is sort of spread off to the side of the statue. There's there's like half a dozen bedrolls and that are neatly arranged around this roughly built fire pit. There's a wooden table that's standing on the west side of the room between the two pillars. Uh, looks like it has lots of notes uh, and other certain magical implements. And inside you see several people. So first you see you can't tell what race they are. Uh, they're clad in black robes and uh, like a black headdress. Um, they're not short, so they're at least human or elf or something like that. And you see two of them. Uh, but more disconcertingly, you see this is all kind of background details to what really catches your eye as you walk in. Um, floating in front of this statue, <laughs> about the size of like an apple or a grapefruit, there's this black orb that's sort of floating there. And really, it's not so much of an orb as it is just nothing. It's almost like there's nothing there, like a complete lack of anything uh, floating in front of this statue. And underneath this orb, you see a dark-skinned elf, a drow, who's sort of on his knees, um, looking at the orb, his head thrown backwards. You can't see his face, but he has 
long, kind of silvery white hair. And every so often, this orb is sending out this this pulse. It pulses, and those are the waves you feel that are uh, basically hitting you right in the head, uh, causing all this pressure. Sort of laying across this guy's lap, you see a black staff in his hands with a carved spider at the top. And I think that's where we'll end the game.